welcome, welcome. This is According to Callus. This is episode 220. We're going to talk about the Republican Party platform, the education section to be exact. But before we do that, I feel I would be remiss if I don't take a moment out to recognize and applaud the SCOTUS decision, recognizing that Roe v. Wade was a terrible law. And it wasn't a law. It was a decision, an opinion. It was terrible, but they treated it like a law. And in many ways, Planhood versus Casey, Planned Parenthood versus Casey was not much better. I would like to say that in many ways, this is a win for the pro-life community, uh, conservative values, and um, I guess the culture war, this is a win. But I want to caution everybody here, before we go on to the big celebration, how we've ended abortion, realize that in at least 20 states, they will be still murdering the unborn. They will still be harvesting their organs. They will still be doing medical experiments. They'll still be doing awful, terrible things akin to sacrificing their child to Moloch. But, at the very least, we have the Supreme Court of the United States acknowledging that, one, abortion is not a federal issue, two, it's not a protected right, and three, it should have never been seen as such. However, they have returned to the states, which is where, at least the conservatives from my childhood, said it should have been all along and should have been dealt with, and they have done that. So, in that instance, I applaud them. Thank you. You did the right thing. It would have been far better if you would have said under the 14th Amendment, uh, we're violating their rights, but I'll take with what we got. Much like the limited permitless carry law that we got last go around in Texas, it's not exactly what we wanted or needed, but it's so much better than what we had before. So, I guess what that means now in 30 days, abortion will be abolished in the state of Texas. So much so was the attorney general feeling confident that he called for a holiday in his office yesterday. And I am enthusiastic that this has been recognized to be bad decision, which brought about bad law, if you will. It's not law. It's an opinion. However, I will admit there are a couple of unknowns that make me rather uncomfortable. In fact, Justice Kavanaugh actually brought one up. What do you do if somebody travels to another state to go kill their baby? He said you can't prevent them, but if they come back, how do you deal with that? I think it's a very good question. My suggestion is if you're going to go leave to do that, then perhaps we don't want you back. That would kind of nullify some of the crazy that we've picked up from the Northeast and California moving here. If you still want to go do that, that's fine. You go ahead and go, but you don't get to come back. Kind of like a banishment, if you will. These are all things that we need to think through. And I will say, um, 
if the opportunity presents itself, I have a friend whom I think would be fair to describe as an anarchist who has a different point of view on this. Um, I don't think that he would reject the idea that this preborn child is a child, but he sees all the other things. And I got to say, he's not wrong in his concerns. I'm of the mind that somebody's life trumps those concerns, but I think he could make an effective argument and it would be maybe an interesting episode in the next few weeks to sit down where he and I could have this discussion. And I like the guy. I respect him. And I won't have any of my audience attack the guy. He's entitled to his opinion. And it's a, a fair challenge to me. I feel morally obligated to defend my point. I, and I, I will get with him. And uh, we'll see if we can't pull this off here in the next 30 days or so. But if this is something that sounds interesting, share, subscribe, like, comment, do your bit to help me get this show out there. I mean, I spend a lot of time focusing on McKinney or Collin County, Texas. Truly, anything within the state of Texas is my primary concern. But that doesn't mean we're going to ignore national issues or even international issues. But our primary focus is how do we make McKinney, Texas, better? How do we make Collin County, Texas, better? How do we defend and preserve the Constitution? How do we demand that we get our liberties recognized by our government? That's what the primary purpose of my show is. And it's all salted and seasoned with the idea that this is my opinion on the matter, my understanding on the matter. So if I get something wrong, which occasionally could happen, I have no problem being called out on it. If I make a mistake or misspeak, I have no problem being called out on it. But I like to I like to treat everybody fairly and I like to be respectful. So I would ask for the same from you, my listeners. Now that I've eaten up six minutes of my time, this is going to be a challenge to blow through all of the education. So we're going to give it the old college try here. And much like before, I will read quickly on the things that I don't have comment on into things that I do have comment on. I will slow down throw my comment in there and start right back up. And I do my best to read the title in normal speed voice. Education, parents' rights, school choice. Texas families should be empowered to choose the public private charter or homeschool options for their children's education and the funding should follow the student. And we support tax credits and exemptions for education and choice within the public school system. No regulation of homeschooling or private school curriculum. We oppose any attempt to regulate homeschooling or the curriculum of private and religious schools. Okay, I have to pause here now. That all sounds well and good. But when government gives you money, they put a hook in you. They will ratchet up their rules and requirements in order for you to continue to get the money which is exactly what they've done to government schools, a.k.a. public schools, and many private schools. So don't think that you're that special snowflake and you're going to avoid this. It sounds great. They promise you the moon, but they're not going to deliver. Which is not to say that we, the people who have large amounts of monies taken from us at the point of a gun shouldn't be able to get some of that back. We shouldn't be able to recoup some of the cost of being double-billed, if you will, for educating our children. 
But at this point, I just don't see how it gets done well. But I'm open to any and all options. All right, here we go. Parents' rights and education. Parents are the primary educators and disciplinarians of their children, to which all other entities are inferior. Oh, wow. Okay, that's right. This platform, this is not law because clearly the law doesn't see it this way. All right. The fundamental rights of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children in all aspects, and especially the aspects of Texas education system, shall be recognized, affirmed, and protected by the changes in the Texas Constitution and the Texas law, including codifying the protections of currently existing Texas family and education codes. No public entity, service entity, or its agents, district personnel, community partners, or the district board of trustees shall infringe upon these rights. Enforcement of parental rights. Parents need more effective mechanisms to enforce the rights in education. We support the creation of impartial ombudsmen, ombudsmen, <clears throat> both in general education and special education. We call on the legislator to establish and allow for appeals beyond the school district when parents file grievances to protect the rights, as well as process to administrator penalties to districts and the personnel that violate those rights. Enforcement must include criminal, civil, and other enforcement measures when giving the state the private citizens the right to sue outside the local grievance process. With expedited enforcement, we call for the development of parents' right to know and consent booklet, which contains pertinent state and federal law, the Federal Pupil Protection Act Amendment, and the Children's Internet Protection Act shall be codified in Texas law and additional state protections for students with disabilities. We call on reforms for a disciplinary alternative education program. Placement to protect parents' rights and ensure that placement is reserved for only serious offenses. Wow. Okay, one thing here I want to inject. The problem we're seeing now is there's all these protests and parents showing up to question what it is the school districts are doing. And aside from being called terrorists for their trouble, domestic terrorists, to be clear, they're getting the runaround. Nothing's happening because the school districts are not bound to actually do the things that the parents want. There's not a good way to enforce that. This proposes that the Texas legislature could fix this. I'll be holding my breath waiting for them. But nevertheless, we shall continue. Sexual education. We demand the state legislature pass a law prohibiting the teaching of sex education, sexual health, or sexual choice or identity in public school to any grade whatsoever, or disseminate and permitting dissemination of all of by any party of any material regarding the same. All school districts, individual schools, or charter schools are prohibited from contacting contracting with or making any payment to any third party for material concerning any of the above topics until this prohibition goes into effect. Sex education shall only utilize sexual risk avoidance programs to promote abstinence outside of marriage. Before a student may be provided any human sexuality or family planning instruction, the district must obtain written consent of the student's parent or guardian. Sorry, I'm getting a little parched from all this talking. The district must obtain written consent of the student's parent or guardian. That would be known as an opt-in status. Sounds great. Inappropriate or harmful contact. We request the Texas legislature pass legislation which requires Texas schools and libraries to filter inappropriate and or harmful content, such as pornography for minors, operators of sexual assault business... I'm sorry, sexual entertainment businesses and venues of adult entertainment of any kind, including the drag queen story hour, shall not be part of educational programming, public schools, libraries, or any taxpayer funded program for children. We support the passage of law 
more comprehensive than the Florida law that prohibits the instruction of sexual orientation or gender identity in public schools. We advocate that these those are in violate of any of the above. Have their education... Anybody that violates the above shall have their educator's certification revoked and the prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law where appropriate. That's strong. I wonder if the legislature's got the stomach to do it. Healthcare and public schools. Legislators shall prohibit reproductive healthcare services, including counseling, referrals, distribution of condoms, and contraceptives throughout the public when you hear public, think government. Schools, we support parents' right to choose without Penalty, any medications are administrated to their minor children. We support informed consent of parents before any school-based mental health assessment or interventions are performed. Religious freedom in public schools. We urge school administrators and officials not to infringe on Texas public or Texas, wow, Texas school students and their staff's right to pray and encourage in religious speech individually or in groups or school property without government influence. Interference, excuse me. We encourage the legislature to end censorship of discussion of religion on our founding documents and encourage discussing those documents, including the Bible, as their basis. Students have the right to exhibit religious items on school property. While all this is true, you need to also then realize, much like in Frisco, Texas, there will be prayer rooms for Muslim students. There will be foot washing stations like there are in some colleges for Muslim students. I imagine the Jewish folks and the uh, Jains and the um, other Sikhs and other sects will demand other accommodations, which I guess you have to be okay with because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But again, just be careful what you wish for. Do you really want your school getting involved in your religion? Now, I realize there's no such thing as neutrality. I would just settle for not being hostile, but I don't want them encouraging or discussing really any religion, period. But that's just me. You may choose to disagree. And you know what? This is according to Callus, so I do give my opinion. <clears throat> and we will carry on. Curriculum. Instructional excellence. The educational system should focus on partial essential academic study and understanding why Texas and America are exceptional and have positively contributed to our world. And while doing so, offer enrichment subjects that bless students' lives. Curriculum of instructional excellence shall include the following. Language arts with phonics-based reading instruction, spelling, literature, and writing. Civics, which includes the passing of U.S. citizenship and immigration services text. Mathematics, which has correct answers and focuses on how to arrive on them. Science, social studies, including geography, economics, U.S. and world history. Such instruction should focus on American ex exceptionalism and benefits of free enterprise system and includes instruction on the consistent failures of socialism and communism. We support an education in arts, music, and building critical thinking skills, including logic, rhetoric, and analytical sciences. We also support quality vocational educational training that imparts skills needed by local employers and leads to meaningful postgraduate employment. Wow. Okay. A couple issues here. All this is all well and good. The problem is anytime you teach history, it's biased. Now, some are more biased than others, and some are anti-American biased, and some are pro-American biased. I'm conflicted here because the historian in me, and I, you know, I did get a 
BA in history and political science. The historian in me wants for the students to have access to multiple points of view regarding how events occurred and they can draw their own conclusions. But there's neither the time nor inclination to make that happen in a government school setting. So if we're going to default to one thing versus the other, I guess one would have to support the pro-American way of looking at things. But the pro-American way of looking at things, does that also then point everything south of the Mason-Dixon line as being evil, reprehensible, and not deserving of any thought, credit, or consideration? Because the Union won? I'm just, just asking. And if that's the case, I mean, we're now dealing with 1619 stuff, right? Be careful what you wish for. Next one. Founding documents in high school. We support a high school education. I'm sorry, a high school level curriculum rather than eighth grade level for the study of American history. It is heavily weighted towards the study of original founding documents, including the Declaration of Independence, the United States Constitution, the Constitutional Convention, and the Federalist Papers and the Founders' Writings. Once again, I got to say, this is good. But who's going to teach it? How are they going to teach it? And can they ever not impart their own negative bias? I don't know. Perhaps what we could do is get Brian McLenhan or Tom Woods to provide us the curriculum on this and everybody watches a video. At least then it would be a lot more even-handed and not we hate America. But that's just my two cents on the matter. American identity. Next one up. We favor strengthening our common American identity, identity, which includes the contribution and assimilation of diverse racial and ethnic groups. We reject critical race theory as a post-Marxist ideology that seeks to undermine the system of law and order itself and remove individual, remove, reduce individuals to their group identity alone. We support legislation removing this ideology from government programs, including education involving race discrimination and racial awareness to facilitate the appreciation of our American identity. The contrast between freedom and tyrannical history of socialism, communism, Throughout history must be taught. Students shall pledge allegiance to the United States and Texas flags daily to institute and instill patriotism. Students have the right to display patriotic items on school property and schools should have options to display the national motto. I'm sorry. I, I feel the need to inject here as well. All this is nice. It really is. But if you look into the history of the Pledge of Allegiance, if you look into what the motivation was behind that, the author, and what it was all involved, are you really sure that's what's best? And while I appreciate the idea of a contrast between freedom and tyranny, if we're in this clown world that we're in and we don't even understand the difference between tyranny and freedom, I'm not sure this is going to be that helpful. I mean, after all, our very own state governor decided to shut down the entire state for about a year and there was no consequence there. And clearly that was tyrannical and an overreach. And yet he's going to coast a re-election victory. And the only option that we have will be even worse than him. So, of course, once again, the Republicans have their hands tied. I'm just saying. And I got to say that I don't necessarily fear an education that talks about or explains 
racial things or discrimination or different points of view. But the problem is there's not enough time to properly do it, to give it a just hearing. I don't fear people understanding and seeing the other side or another man's opinion. I do oppose the Marxist ideology that underlies critical race theory. I do think that's dangerous to put it mildly, but I don't fear it. I fear what it might do to the kids. But again, we're taking the lesser of evils here. So let's move forward. Scientific theories. We object to the teaching of scientific theories. Oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't say object. We support objective teaching of scientific theories, such as life origins and climate change. These shall be taught as challengeable scientific theories subject to changes new data is produced. Teachers and students shall discuss the strengths and weaknesses of these theories openly without fear of retribution and discrimination of any kind. Well, apparently the people that wrote this have not been to a government school anytime recently. Whew. All right. National court curriculum, we oppose the use of a national and international standards in the state of Texas, i.e. an international baccalaureate, common core text, resource, and formally see scope. United Nations inclusions, national sexuality education standards, and the CECAS, etc. We oppose the modification of college entrance exams to reflect any national core philosophies in any school district that violates the state law banning the use of a national core curriculum or standards shall lose all state funding until said curricula or standards are removed and no longer utilized in classrooms. Interesting. Bilingual education. We encourage non-English speakers speaking students to transition via best practices to English within two years, allowing them quickly assimilate and succeed in American society. Been done. <clears throat> Oversight and instructional materials. All instructional materials paid for with state funds should be provided by the elected state board of education. And we oppose the appropriation of state funds for instructional content that has not been approved by the SBOE, which state board of education. This approval process must continue. Include public review hearings and the right to have factual errors corrected. We call upon the local districts to hold public hearings before deciding on which instructional materials they will be using, including supplemental materials and programs. We call for the repeal of Big Tech Corporate Welfare Bill, Senate Bill 682nd Legislature, and first called session, which created a loophole around the SBOE approval, allowing progressive propaganda and Common Core-based materials in the classroom. Do any of you think that was an accident? I'll wait. Not really. Next one up. Education of humanity of the preborn child. A preborn child. Tech students shall learn about the humanity of the preborn child, including life-affirming decisions, life, study life, the life begins at fertilization, milestones of fetal development, and two-week gestational interviews, the use of fetal baby models, witnessing of light, live ultrasound, viewing the Miracle of Life type video, and for high school students, the contents of the Women's Right to Know booklet. Now, I got to say, this is all well and great, but we can barely get the majority of our students to read, write, and do basic math. I'm not sure how this is going to be helpful to getting the baseline minimum requirements you know, required to graduate. Though I agree with it, I, I just wish we could get them to do the job that we hired them to do. <sighs> hmm. Okay, sorry, carry on. 
Abolish the Department of Education. Since education is not an enumerated power of the federal government, we believe the Department of Education should be abolished and transfer any of its functions to any other federal agency should be prohibited. I think Ronald Reagan tried this and failed miserably. And it's now been ooh, 40 years later, and I'm not going to hold my breath. Although maybe they could pull a rabbit out of their hat like they did with Roe. <clears throat> Elected State Board of Education, we believe that the SBOE should be should continue to be elected body consisting of 15 members. Their responsibilities must include appointing the Commissioner of Education, maintaining constitutional authority over the permanent school fund, maintaining sole authority over all curricular activity, or I'm sorry, content, state adoption of educational materials. This process must include public hearings, granting, revoking, amending, open enrollment, school charters, teacher administrator certification. We call for the abolition of the State Board of Education certification. And the SBOE should be staffed out of general revenue. Well, I got to say, as somebody that actually went back to school to become a teacher and worked on a program that should have transitioned into a master's degree program, had I stuck with it because, you know, I had to pay my bills, I did not. Um, The way they have this set up is not doing anybody any favors. If you need teachers, you should not make it extremely difficult to be a teacher. It should be fairly easy to be a teacher as long as you, I don't know, like kids and are semi-competent of passing along information and uh, you can demonstrate knowledge of content necessary to be taught. And, oh, by the way, I scored quite well on government and history And even though I was not able to take the social security, (laughs) talk about a Freudian slip. I was not able to take a social studies, the combined social studies test, because alas, according to them, I had not taken enough geography courses, even though I assured them I'd be able to smoke that test just like I did the other two. It did not matter. And of course, in case you didn't already know this, when you go to apply to be a teacher and you're going to teach any of the social sciences and you're male, the first question you will likely get is, what do you coach? Talk about priorities. That's what they are. All right. Next thing we go to school security. We support the passage of a statute which permits local law enforcement to provide handgun safety and proficiency training for all educators and allows licensed carry holders to carry a concealed, fi- a concealed firearm on the premises of pre-K through 12 schools for security and protection purposes. There's an idea, Uvalde. <clears throat> school safety. We call upon the repeal or revision of Senate Bill 393 from 2013. We call for the mandatory reporting to law enforcement of school children who have committed violent acts on school property. Well, I got to tell you, uh, that's a little problematic because as a young man, uh, I knew many other young men and we all had short tempers and many of us threw fists at each other. And once that was done and over with, we went on with our lives. Now, there's a difference between throwing fists at each other and, I don't know, taking weapons, bats, knives, firearms. That's an entirely different story. But we got to be a little more clear what we're looking for there. Just my opinion. School boards, we believe locally elected school boards have a duty to ensure that the education provided reflects traditional Texas values and have purview of policy, curriculum, and budget. We oppose micromanageable guidelines. 
micromanagement guidelines. Wow. Trainings and governance policies and empower appointed super students at the expense of elected school boards. We believe on university regions should also play an active role in the governance of their institutions and should not be rubber standing what the university chancellors and presidents propose. Hmm. Elected officials actually doing their job and holding people accountable. That almost sounds like too much to ask for. Withdraw from taxpayer-funded lobby groups like TASB. Local independent school boards should suffer or <laughs> sever all ties with taxpayer-funded lobby groups, including Texas Association of School Boards, the Texas Association of School Administrators, and the Texas Association of Community Schools. Required training now provided by the groups from the above-named organizations would be instead under the auspices of the State Board of Education, whose funds would be appropriated for that purpose. Enforcement of open meetings. We support requiring an audio-video recording of closed sessions, allowing taxpayers to seek limited civil penalties for school trustees that violate the Texas Open Meetings Act. We believe an open meeting violation should be an affirmative defense to a charge or disruption of a public meeting. So when they are in executive session and you record them, those recordings would be stored away and could only be provided with Wait for it. That's right. They don't say why. And they don't spell out how. One would assume that you would be required to go before a judge and ask for a warrant for it. Just like they're not supposed to go in your house without a warrant. So it seemed maybe that would be the natural protections that they put upon those closed meetings. That without a warrant, they don't have to produce it. And I'm good with that. But some people were legitimately concerned about that. So I think I've answered that question. All right, next one. Gender identity. The official position of the Texas school shall be that there are only two genders, biological male, biological female. We oppose transgender normalization or normalizing curriculum and pronoun use. We hold the biological men should be competing against biological men and biological women should be competing against other biological women in athletics in the public school system of Texas and at the collegiate level. It is absolutely insane that we have to even say that. But that's the world we live in. Welcome to the clown world of 2022. Next up, SHAC, School Health Advisory Councils. Until the legislation removes that sexual education from the curriculum of public schools, the state of Texas should adopt changes to Texas Education Code 28.004 to require every member of the School Health Advisory Council to be appointed by the Board of Trustees, require at least 50% of those SHAC People to be parents of students within the district who are not related to district employees require 50% of those parent attendees be present for business to be conducted and open to the public. Require every school district to post the SHAC meeting minutes, full and fair disclosure of the contents of the human sexuality instruction, propose changes to health education, close the loopholes in order to prohibit con- their contraceptive distribution and demonstration, expand the grievance process to cover the entire section of Texas Education Code 28.004. Foreign charter schools. Charter schools should have accountability and transparency to local parents, taxpayers in the state of Texas, as do current public schools. We oppose public funding of charter schools that receive money from foreign entities, and we urge the Texas legislature to enact legislation that requires charter school operators and board members to be eligible Texas voters. I apologize. My throat is getting 
worn out. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Higher education, college tuition, and the student loan reform. College costs are out of control, and re reform is urgently required. We, including the following, we call for reasonable limits on public university tuition and student loan borrowing commensurate with the financial responsibility and current earnings in the stu student's field of education. We oppose mass cancelization, cancelization of student death, student loan obligations with support, tax credits, and interest rate reductions to ease the burden of students deeply in debt. We support requiring universities to share the risk of guaranteeing student loans, and universities with multi-billion dollar endowments should guarantee their own student loans. We oppose in-state tuition financial aid for illegal aliens. We oppose Robin Hood schemes to raise tuition on some students to give to others. I think the Robin Hood should have went with the lower schools, not college. And I would just say, while we're on the topic of college education... The reason why colleges charge the enormous sums of money is because there are guaranteed loans. And quite frankly, we have programmed at least two generations of people to believe that they will be nothing without a college education. So if you're a college and you know this, you're going to take advantage. Need I say any more? I will not. Funded support Western civilization, instruction and defund political correctness. Like Hillsdale College, we agree that state universities should value the merit of each unique individual rather than succumbing to the discriminatory trend of so-called social justice and multicultural diversity, which judges individuals not as individuals but as members of a group, which pits one group after competing groups in a diverse power struggles. We oppose any state formula funding for graduation requirements to have diverse curricula and consistent with the above, including Marxist anti-American critical race theory, multiculturalism, or the die diversity, equity, inclusion courses. We oppose using public funds for homosexuality, transgender, or diversity, equity, inclusion centers. Public universities should be required to complete a comprehensive program of instruction in Western civilization, American institutions, the free market liberty principles, with centers that are funded and dedicated to that task. Public universities should be required to comply with the above before tuition and state appropriations are increased. Now again, all this sounds just great, but who runs the colleges? And where do those people get their jobs from? And who appoints those people? We could fix this tomorrow if only we had the will. But the fact of the matter is, apparently we don't. The fact of the matter is, is there's very little interest in the powers that be to fix these problems. Because quite frankly, I think they like them. It helps them get reelected, perhaps. I don't know. Okay, next one. Campus speech. We urge the Texas legislator to recognize the rights of those on college campuses to practice their faith and right to free speech. We would support the withdrawal of public funding from any college or university within the state that actively or passively discriminates or permits discrimination of the free speech of either students or guest speakers. Student groups shall have the unfettered right to elect their leaders, choose their members, and seek organizations' mission, purpose, and standard of conduct. Interestingly enough, I did go to a state university for my college degree. In Denton, Texas. It was called the University of North Texas. And while I was nearly 10 years older than the vast majority of the students there, I must say I had a great time. Never once felt threatened or out of place, even though I was clearly out of step with the mainstream politics on that campus. But apparently since I've left, they've gone even more hardcore. But if you take away their money and you rein in the administrators, most of this will self-correct. However, I refer you to the previous statement. There have been two generations of people that have been brainwashed from an early age that they can do nothing without a college degree, and they've all learned to comply and get along so that they can get said degree. This will not be fixed overnight, but 
perhaps this is a good start. <clears throat> Next one. Tenure. We support abolishing the system of tenure in academia and advocate replacing it with a merit-based system for teacher retention. Not really sure how I feel about that one. Uh, next one. Equal access. All Texas students should have equal access to all state-supported university admissions, grants, scholarships, and loans based upon measurable academic criteria. We support the suspension of federal funding for universities that prohibit men military recruitment on campus. Military recruitment on campus. We support allowing homeschool and private school students to compete as individuals in the UIL academic competitions and be eligible for associated scholarships. So we want to treat people fairly. Okay, good. Um, I think at this point that's showing my privilege if I remember my criteria well. Not that that's going to slow me down, but I just thought you'd know that I know that I'm a complete failure when it comes to CRT stuff. All right, here we go. Medical students, religious liberty. All persons have the right of conscience and should be protected from under text law if they conscientiously object to participate in the practices, conflict with their moral and religious beliefs. This includes, but it's not limited to, abortion, including any requirement for a medical resident or physician to perform an elective abortion on an opt-out basis instead of an opt-in basis. The prescription for and dispensing of drugs with abortificant, potential in human cloning, embryonic stem cell research, Eugenic screenings, genetic engineering, euthanasia, assisted suicide, harmful futile procedures, vaccines, and the withdrawal of nutrition and hydration. Let me just say, I wholeheartedly agree with the intent. Unfortunately, the sad fact is that a doctor really needs to know how all this stuff is done. If for no other reason to fix it, if somebody else doesn't and screws it up. Now I can totally understand why there would be uh, no desire to dispense drugs. Then you just say no. I can totally understand why you wouldn't want to spend any time on human cloning, embryonic stem cell research or the eugenic screenings. Or genetic engineering. But those are things that happen above and beyond when you're a regular doctor. At least in my understanding. Euthanasia. Assisted suicide. Man. As much as I hate to admit it. There are cases. There are cases where people are traumatically injured in constant pain. And the best most loving thing that can be done is to let them naturally die. And ease their pain. I would never openly advocate that I support euthanasia or assisted suicide, but let's not be naive. There are exceptions to the rule, and I'm sure there's any number of really good TV episodes that cover this issue. They are the exception to the rule. Of course, the rule is you don't do that stuff. Of course, you don't celebrate this stuff or push people to do it, but they need to know how to do this stuff. Again, if for no other reason, so they can correct it if it happens or is misapplied. But again, I have no real issue with that plank. All right. Well, I have wore out my voice. <laughs> uh, we're going to pick up next week with the health and human services section. And we are going to try and get this wrapped up by the end of next week. Hey, you know, if you found this, I don't know, enlightening, entertaining, educational, or just plain informative, please do me a favor, share, like, follow, Comment, do something, help me out here, people. 
I know that there are people out there that could benefit if for no other reason to find a new person to hate from this show. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's be obvious or, or, or honest with each other. Obviously, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I, 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 I have my own mind and I think of my own and I kind of blur some of the uh, hmm, defining characteristics of different definitions of things. And that's okay because this is, after all, according to Callus. And as I say, I will see you on the other side.